This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome all of you that are tuning in to the Warning Program. Wherever you appear, in the United States or around the world, radio, television, shortwave, social media, welcome. Uh, I've done a series. Now we're live in our college chapel. We do classes here also, a live audience and children. Now, I've been doing a series on, if we want to say, demonology. One was on demons. Another one has demons have hierarchy, organization, uh, demons, how they enter Christians, uh, the etiology of demons and people. And we're going to be talking about Today, a Leviathan spirit. What is a Leviathan spirit? A lot of people don't know these things. In fact, I don't think most people in America know them any longer. Uh, my references have been from the Bible. Obviously, the Bible is a source of anything. It, it is the acid test. It's our reference. Uh, I also have used advanced deliverance by Dr. Drew Roos. Again, we offer deliverance courses in our Bible school, World Ministries International School of Theology. Go on my website, worldministries.org, and you can take classes even online. I'm using also the Steps to Freedom in Christ uh, by Neil T. Anderson, uh, important. Um, also, Dr. Sandra Hammer-Smith, writing on this subject. What is the Leviathan spirit, and how can you identify it. Okay, where is it and what is it in the Bible? A Leviathan spirit, you've heard it. The references in the Bible to a Leviathan have to do with a description of an animal similar to a crocodile. Job 41 dedicates a whole chapter to the reference of a Leviathan. More than likely, it's a powerful and untamable sea creature with frightening appearances, scary teeth. From the beginning of time, serpents have been representative of evil spirits. Not only in the Bible, but all through mythology, all through different ancient civilizations. The devil or Satan is often referred to as a great dragon. Isaiah 27 verse 1 states, In that day the Lord, with his sore and great and strong sword, shall punish the Leviathan, the piercing serpent, even Leviathan, that crooked serpent. And he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. Now some people in mythology and movies and theaters and Hollywood and everything else don't take these things seriously. 
They also, you know, call the Kraken and things like this. Well, they're very serious, and that's the problem is we forgot what is real. And now we make games out of it or movies and, and we don't realize these things are serious. They're real, they're dangerous. The Leviathan represents the forces of chaos. Of course, this is still no match for our God. You know, Psalm 74, God kills the Leviathan and gives him as meat to the people in the wilderness. Also, Psalms 104, 25, and 26. So is this great and wide sea wherein are things creeping innumerable, both small and great beasts. Again, what are the characteristics of Leviathan spirit? Much of what we know about the characteristics of a Leviathan spirit comes from the, you know, the Bible, theologians, scholars. More than likely, this type of spirit is linked to a principality, not a normal if you want to say demon or evil spirit. Now, principalities are a higher rank of demonic power. Again, if you have not seen my teachings on hierarchy, organization, go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Monday through Friday, and including two longer sessions, our sessions on Saturday and Sunday, so seven days a week, you can watch, listen to my programs. Monday through Friday, 30 minutes a day, on the weekends, an hour. But we've talked about, again, demons, the characteristics, the hierarchy, the etiology, how they enter people, etc. So go to my teachings, please, if this is your first time you've tuned in, worldministries.org. So principalities are a higher rank of demonic power. Again, as we said, no power is greater than God's power. But the enemy is working, I believe, over time. The Bible indicates before the Lord returns, I mean, you're going to have a numerous uh, release of demonic activity on the earth plaguing mankind, and we're seeing it. This is crazy what's going on. Everything is turned upside down. There's insanity everywhere. Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Not only in regions of the world, not only in maybe cities and states and nations, in governments. What about our White House? What about the Senate? If you've ever been around someone that keeps confusion going on all the time. That is probably a Leviathan spirit. Leviathan spirit. Everything is always confusion, confusion, confusion. Can't understand two sentences. Confusion. Give him instructions. Gets it wrong. Confusion and causes confusion. Turmoil, strife, schisms. Some of you maybe have encountered this type of person. That individual can't stand there and have peace, there's always some turmoil. This is troubling. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Some may think that causing confusion is a game. You know, a child might think so. Well, spare the rod and you know, spoil the, you know, spare the rod and spoil the child. You can drive that confusion out of a child if your house is chaotic. If not, spirits will enter him later on. The end result can be deadly, however. Homes have been broken up over the spirit of confusion. 
Churches have split. Wars have been started. We wonder how some of these wars have started. Could some people have a Leviathan spirit, some governments, causing confusion, chaos everywhere they go? Hitler certainly had some spirits. James 3.16, for every envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Why are there different types of evil spirits? We, though, we know that many distinct types of evil spirits exist. We have to avoid things that open up the gateway to evil spirits. Do not play around with tarot cards, witchcraft, Ouija boards. Do not worship idol gods. If you are a Christian, stay one. People who have a murderous spirit and shed innocent blood open themselves up to demonic spirits or may already be possessed by one. Drug use can put people in harm's way and open up the gateway to a demonic spirit. Some of these drugs are causes hallucinations. Do not let people send you out by having you sample their gods, so to speak, their drugs, their games, the horoscope. Jesus is literally all we need. There is one God, one God, manifested in three personalities, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Do not let them introduce you to drugs, a lifestyle with sexual perversion. We've talked about this already in the past. Who you have sex with, you're binding your soul, and if they have spirits, they enter you too. Some people have spirits from many different partners. Until, you know, the person says, I've been told I have a split personality. Probably you do if you slept around too much. And you need a lot of deliverance. Sometimes you do not know what people are dabbling in. It is important to get young people really saved before leaving your household. They might stay under your control when they're there, but when they leave your household, who do they become? Now, I'm not saying that if you've done everything the way Christ would have done it, you still can't have a bad apple. I mean, you can. They have personal responsibility and choice. Jesus had Judas. I don't care who I know, usually, many times, there's somebody that's gone astray. But we don't want everyone going astray. If, we want ever, if everyone goes astray, we need to look at ourselves and say, maybe I'd made some mistakes. Maybe I even had some spirits that caused me confusion and my family's confused and messed up and uh, God help us all. Because God can help us all. We can understand it, face it, deal with it, have people help us who know what they're doing. We can admit our failures. Actually, a person gets a lot more respect when they do. He who covers up his sin will not prosper. He who covers up his mistakes, and, and everybody knows it, loses all respect. Another spirit of divination listed in Acts 16, 16, the young lady could foretell the future. We all know that God will send an evil spirit. 1 Samuel 16, 14. Shows that Saul was troubled by an evil spirit from the Lord. We also know Jezebel in the Bible. She represents evil. Jezebel was so evil that she had the prophets of God hiding. She was married to King Ahab of Israel. See 1 Kings 16, 29 through 33. She worshiped the idol god Baal and Ahab began to as well. You know, it's so important to know who you marry. And it's so important, I mean, I can't say it enough, we're not supposed to marry somebody that we're unequally yoked to. And if you know that, you're not even supposed to court them. Now, if you have ever left this thing and you do it, you are a fool. 
And I asked somebody recently, are they a Christian? Well, I'm not sure. Well, why don't you know? Ask them right away. What are you wasting your time sharing lollipops for? Ask them. Good night. I never saw such ridiculous cowardice. I mean, you don't even know they're a Christian and you're communicating with them on whatever, social media or telephone. Ask them. My God, if you don't take your future spouse seriously, if this relationship seriously, you're going to end up divorced. That's the bottom line. And only because you're a fool with the word of God. The Bible is blunt in this area, and so will your pastor be if you come to seek his advice. He'll be just as blunt as the word of God. Do not be unequally yoked. Are we together? You know, a, a fool is what the Bible describes it. One who rejects the word of God, it's clear. The wisdom of God, the authority of God, the knowledge of God, the morality of God, and you think you know better. Every time somebody thinks they know better, usually they get separated and divorced. Or they have a real miserable lifetime because you guys are going two different directions and worshiping two different spirits. The Holy Spirit and whatever your spouse has. I mean, when I married Adalia, I knew exactly who she was. There was no doubt. I wouldn't look twice at her. I knew there was enough challenges in different cultures being raised. Man, I wouldn't have looked twice at her if she wasn't who people told me and who God showed me and understanding the anointing, talking with her. You think I, are you a, my goodness, I knew she was a Christian. Anyway, I, a little sarcastic, but I think, I think I'm getting the point, right? If you're foolish enough, you don't even know that the person's a Christian and you haven't asked, God, you know, say, God, forgive me and buck up and be a man. Ask the question or just quit the relationship until you know how to court. Okay, I think the pastor Hanson better get back to this message. First Kings 19, one through three. It tells us why Elijah the prophet ran for his life. Ahab told Jezebel that Elijah had killed some of the prophets of Baal. Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah and promised to kill him by the next day at the same time. Scripture says that Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel than all the kings of Israel that came before him, 1 Kings 16.33. Here you have spirits influencing leadership, both political leadership, if you want to say church leadership, men of God, prophets of God, how does a person overcome a Leviathan spirit? You've been instructed constantly in the word of God, by myself, by other. If you go to and attend any proper man or woman of God to fast, to pray, to read the word of God, the Bible cl is clear some spirits will not come out or stop oppressing us unless we fast and pray. Now, I shared with that last week. Why? Jesus had all the faith in the world, but sometimes our faith needs to build up, depending how close we are to God. If you're just about walking like Jesus did, living, breathing, sleeping, inhaling, that's what he did. He didn't waste time with other nonsense. Everything was kingdom, kingdom. So his faith was always right up with God. Now, if you are that good, you don't need to fast and pray because you are just walking in that power. But I've never met anybody on earth that hasn't had to fast and pray when you're dealing with some very strong personalities. I've never met anyone. I have had to break it off and fast and pray. Matthew 17, 14 through 21. There was a man who came to him and asked him, he have mercy on his son. He described his son as a lunatic. And many times he would fall into the fire and oftentimes into the water. Now, his son was no doubt 
possessed by a demon spirit as we know the end of the story. The man told Jesus that the disciples could not cure him. Jesus told them to bring the young man to him. The Lord rebuked the devil. The evil spirit departed out of him that very hour. The disciples wanted to know why they could not cast out the spirit. Jesus told them they had unbelief. Now what does fasting and prayer do you? It removes unbelief. Unbelief comes from pride. As you fast and pray, you deny yourself. Denying your self-preservation, you're denying your pride. You're leaning totally on the word and the spirit. So your faith grows. Your strength grows in God. That's what happens. If they had, had exhibited the faith, they could have cast out the spirit, God said. However, he told them, that particular spirit would not go out unless you fast and pray. Why? Because he knew where the disciples were in the relationship with God. They needed to fast and pray. Again, if they lived like Jesus did, inhaling, living, breathing, dreaming, everything kingdom, in the word, constantly, night and day, they didn't need to fast and pray. Man, they move with the power of God. But few people do that. Fasting and prayer strengthens our faith. When we fast and pray, we are giving up things our pride, and other things, that makes us able to move mountains. Most people eat three meals a day. Some people have never fasted in their life. Usually if you've never fasted in your life, I don't think you've cast out many demons. In fact, I would be bold to say you haven't cast out any. Are you held back by marine spirits? Most people don't recognize there is a spiritual marine kingdom in the ocean. The Bible talks about the Leviathan as the sea serpent. Strongest of the sea. Unkillable, unchangeable. You can't kill a spirit, can you? A principality. If a person dies with it, it just, that person is over. In other words, the spirit can't use that person to do any more evil. The person's in the grave. But that spirit just goes to somebody else. Other people in the region, principalities. Again, the Bible talks about the Leviathan as a sea serpent, strongest of the sea, unkillable, uncatchable. Myths, in myths and uh, legends, uh, you've heard the word kraken. That's how people use. You know, we're going to release the kraken. Remember when they had the evidence and they thought they would expose the, um, the corruption and uh, the Kraken is going to be released any day. Well, it never was released. In other words, the evidence. But the marine kingdom is alive and believes they are the strongest among all the demonic kingdoms in land, sea, and air. We must understand these are powerful, powerful spirits, principalities. Could it be, could it given a reason why maybe by some areas more people die, more ships go down? Or airplanes crash? Do we ever consider principalities and spirits? Well, not our normal leaders in America. They don't consider that. It was covered with water, the earth. One of the key elements, elements in creation and also in our lives today as we're made up of 70% water. Water. That's why you need to be hydrated. And this is where they have created a kingdom where the divine strategies are planned and executed from. Psalm 74, 13, you divided the sea by your might. You broke the heads of the sea monsters on the waters. Not talking about whales. 
These spirits are not friendly. They are demonic forces in the waters who aim to rule and control their region. You know, you have little movies like Little Mermaid and everything else. Oh, little legends. Demons are real. We make legends out of it. Now, today I would never take my children to Disneyland. It's so, it's so immoral. Teaching everything that's immoral. Sins of abomination. But even when I was a child, I didn't realize it. You know, mirror, mirror on the wall, all of this good fairy nonsense. That's what it was, was nonsense. Demonic. And we didn't recognize it because they clothed it in, oh, something nice, no white. The seven dwarfs. Think about it. What is this? Spirits. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Are you a witch? And parents take their children there, not realizing. Next time, you wonder what happened to your child. Well, you already allowed them to start glorifying spirits in the form of fairy tales and everything. And you didn't even know it. Now, I'm telling you, I was guilty too. But I'm not guilty anymore now that I've become aware I would never take him there. Never. And I don't go anywhere close to that kind of stuff in fairy tale books. These spirits are not friendly. They're demonic forces in the waters who aim to rule and control their region and its people with anger, violence, and madness. Are we there? Madness. The Leviathan spirit, basically madness. Confusion everywhere. You can't talk to that person without him creating confusion in his own mind, can't understand, arguing. You might remember the story in the Bible about the madman who was tormented by demons from the marine world, the marine kingdom. And when he faced Jesus, they asked to be cast out in the pigs, which ran and drowned in the sea to return to where they came from, the sea. Marine spirits are at home in the sea. Did you hear what I said? The most powerful of all spirits and demons, marine spirits. When he arrived at the other side in the region of Gandarines, two demon-possessed men coming from the tomb met him. They were so violent no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God, they shouted. Have you come to torment us and torture us before our appointed time? Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, if you could drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. He said to them, go. And they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed into the deep bank on, into the lake and died in the water, Matthew 8, 28 through 34. So that story, if you read it, you know, a lot of people feel sorry for the, the pig herders and, and uh, oh, why did they drown into the sea? And uh, hopefully you got a little better understanding about the principalities and the spirits ruling now. Those demons were at home in the sea, marine spirits. Jesus had no problem driving into a herd of pigs because he said they're unclean. Now, there's no sin today other than sin against your body if you want to eat pig and lobster and shellfish because they're still filled with toxins. Jesus did not glorify them when he removed that area of the law, so to speak. Are we understanding each other? I don't ever buy pig. Now, somebody, I go into their home and they want to serve me pig or lobster or anything else, I'll pray and eat. I'm not a religious person that way. <laughs> but I don't buy it. I'm not going to unnecessarily fill my body with toxins because if you study medical science, it hurts you. And any doctor tells you if you have heart problems to quit it. Well, why don't we just stay away from it and not create ourselves some problems? We shouldn't eat a lot of food, you know, foods with toxins. Again, I don't care if you eat a ham sandwich right in front of me this afternoon. It's your body. I'm not going to get after you. Are we together? Yeah. 
Are we together? <laughs> Eat what you want. But I'm saying it's still a pig is filled with toxins. And I even did a whole program on it once, how they boil it and the, and the poison rises up. And tell you what, after people heard it, they never want to eat it again. My radio audience called in, oh, Dr. Henson, I can't eat pig again. Praise God. <laughs> people of the ancients and even some today in countries like Africa and India still worship these spirits in fear. I know these other places Nigeria, th these people understand these spirits and they're amazed, Adalia and, and others I bring in, how ignorant Americans are. They understand it. They deal with it. We're losing America because we're ignorant over the demonic powers and principalities that are destroying this country led by evil men. They understand it. Again, in ancient times, regions of North Africa, Arabia, the spirits were worshipped like Yam, god of the sea, Canaanite, Anukit. Goddess of the Nile, Happy, God of the annual flooding of the Nile, K-H-N-U-M, God of the Nile, Nephis, Goddess of the Rivers. Ladies and gentlemen, this is real. I want you to make sure you watch my program next week as we get into Avatar. Do you like that movie? I hope not, but I hope you watch it and then you probably won't watch it again. Look at my ministry Website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Help us to stay on your program. Support us today. God bless you. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years. Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the independence program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us. Because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you joined hands with us, Together, we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248. And say a short prayer for us in your message. And leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.